This meeting is being recorded. Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. It's a Thursday morning. We are three quarters of the way through the week. It's almost, well, what, what we're going to call it Friday Eve, right? And so we've got a new guest in the clubhouse. His name's Brett. Brett, how are you this morning? And welcome to the show. I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Looking forward to this. Absolutely. And so we've covered his team a little bit, but not nearly as much. They've got an exciting team right now. So, Brett, last time I checked your – wait, wait. Uh, I'm a Cubs fan. No, no, that's not right. <laughs> Cardinals, no, no. No, wh- who wh- – which team are you a fan of? I am a Cincinnati Reds fan. There you go. There you go. I got to take in that central right there, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So how did that start? How did you become a fan of the game and the Reds? Uh, I think you've probably heard this before, but family Um, Mm -hmm. grew up outside of Dayton, Ohio, but we were Reds fans. Um, As a kid, we would come down to watch the the bigger name Reds back in the 70s. And um, I had a neighbor who was really close to uh, Davy Concepcion and Cesar Geronimo. So when Davy went to the All-Star game, he would babysit Davy's son. So we would hang out with him during all-star breaks. And it's always been uh, a Cincinnati Reds house. And um, just that was the team. That was the game. And and back then they were fantastic. So I've never gone away from the Reds Uh, through high school. We had the championship and, um, I'm still a Reds fan and and more hopeful now uh, with the youth movement coming up. So uh, love the team, love the players, the history, all of that. Love it. I love it. I love it. So, um, and I do hear that a lot. I do hear a lot from, hey, it started with family, a dad, an uncle, a brother, a cousin, a grandpa, a grandma. Yeah. Right? I've heard it. Yeah, I've yeah. heard a lot of those. Yeah, my grandparents watched one ball game on TV and they had a radio play in another game at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. It, you kind of had to follow it in a different way. But uh, baseball was just something maybe more back then that we could all connect with. Yeah. And um, the voice of our summers were Marty Brenneman and Joe Knoxall and guys like that. And uh, just, it's, it's ingrained in me. So uh, I'll always be a Reds fan. Listen, I growing up as a Dodger fan, I remember going to Dodger Stadium with people having their little radios just so that they could listen to Vince Scully at the game yes. while they're at the game. And Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so- and Vince Scully, I, I've been watching when he was still on, I would watch the late games just because the art form that he did during a game he didn't need three other voices he would call the game you were it was comfortable there was air in between what he was saying and i loved listening to him today it seems like if you listen to a game you've got all these voices chirping at you (laughs) yes there's a lot of truth to that isn't there Yes. yes yes all right so tell me um Favorite player, let, let's do it. Let's break it down into two facets. Favorite current player, and it doesn't have to be a red, although you've got plenty to choose from now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then favorite all-time player. Again, doesn't have to be a red, but 
again, you okay. have plenty to choose from. Yeah, I think currently uh, I'm still in the Joey Votto camp. I think okay. on and off the field. Uh, we have had the opportunity to meet him several times. He's a complete class act. He's got a real dry sense of humor, which is is fun to to interact with. Uh, I think he's given everything he could to our franchise. And um, just his approach when he gets up to bat to watch that is very entertaining. Uh, he doesn't give away in a bat at all. Uh, all time, it would be Davy Concepcion, who played for the, uh, the team from the 70s into the 80s. Uh, I had some interaction with Davy Concepcion, and he has always been fantastic with fans. Um, conducted himself great on the field and off the field. So nice. uh, Davey will be always my favorite. Nice. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, those are very good players. I personally, I hope that Joey Votto, I don't know that he's got the numbers to qualify as a first ballot guy, but yeah. I, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, yeah. And he's, uh, listen, he scored big points in my book when he went over to that band that stopped him from catching the fly ball and grabbed his jersey, like to show him, hey, you're a Reds fan, and then realized that he had made a mistake and went and brought the guy nachos or whatever yeah. it was. That he, yeah. Like, that you you win, right? Because you yes. understand that not only is it the game, but it's the show too, and you've got to play both sides of it. Absolutely. So. When he came up, he was really quiet. He was a, a real introvert. And I think people kind of looked at him as standoffish, um, and through the years, he's really come out of his shell. He was calling ball games last year. He uh, wandered around the stadium during a game uh, when that. he was injured. Um, he interacts with the fans. He meets with fans. Um, if you see him at an event, he talks to people. We have an urban, um, like a Reds kind of academy here. He'll pop in over there and work with the kids. So he's an ambassador for, for Cincinnati Reds baseball. He's been here since, you know, he was a rookie and I don't think he's going to go anywhere. Um, so it's hard to cheer against Joey Votto. If you really understand who he is. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, I saw the game where he just wandered around in, in the stands and it was, I thought, hmm, interesting. That's a, that's a <laughs> That's a good way to roll, but I like yeah. it. I well, like the it. the fans were kind of looking at because he had a big beard at that time, and they were yeah. kind of looking yeah. at him in double double takes. And uh, that's who he is. He's got a strange sense of humor, um, but uh, I, I've never seen another player do anything like that. And it was almost like he was trying to earn his money while he couldn't be on the field. He was calling games and selling popcorn, so it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've I've got a story I'll tell you off uh, off air about about something similar to that. Okay. So, um, and I love Davy Concepcion. Listen, the seventies and eighties Reds were when I was impressionable and growing up, yeah. and and you know you had Johnny Bench, you had Tony Perez, you had Davy Concepcion, Joe Morgan, you know Pete Rose. You you had yeah. some great guys, and then you transition it into your best kicker, which was Paul O'Neill, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so you just look at that and you just think, man, this is, this is some good stuff right here. So I yeah, like it. Up, it was the Dodgers and the Reds. 
Yeah. For me, I mean, they were playing against each other for titles and things like that. So yeah, uh, yeah, both teams. You you could rattle off both starting lineups of of the seventies Dodgers and the Reds. So uh, a lot of talent on both both fields. Well, what what's interesting to me too is, and I always get a kick out of this, is um, people wonder, you know, because I'm again old school Dodger fan. And so people wonder why I'm not a huge fan of the Reds or the Braves because everybody's like, well, they're in the central, they're in the East. No, they're not. When I was growing up, they were in the, the National League West. Yeah. The right. West and, West. and there were your three teams, Dodgers, uh, Reds, or Braves that were fighting for titles in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just, and, and Astros as well um, for a while there yeah. too, but yeah. it's just, it's funny. And I find myself, believe it or not, rooting for you guys this season because of, I, I did a podcast early on in the season and I called it, let the kids play. Yeah. And we had some, some people on and I, I was trying to make the argument that there was so much money spent in the off season with these free agents oh. that the teams are going to have to go the other direction, start letting some of their kids play. Cause otherwise nobody's going to go to ballpark. I mean, yeah. Right now, and I won't mention the stadium, but Dodger Stadium, just a park is $30. So if if I'm going to sit up in the nosebleeds, and let's say I'm a family of, of five, we had three kids and a wife and yep. everything like that. Let's say that that was the case. I'm sitting up in the nosebleeds, and I'm going to get $50 tickets because that's the cheapest I can get them, yeah. right? For five, that's $250. You add on parking, it's almost $300. Wow. Then of course, little Johnny and little Susie aren't going to not want popcorn or whatever. You're going to spend another $150. It's going to be a $500 event. How many times are we going to do that before we say no during the season? Yeah, it's, we, we are very affordable here in town and uh, that that's great for families. And I think they let people bring in some drinks if they're closed or whatever. So they do everything they can to get the people, people there. Um, but yeah, that is a, a great thing about Cincinnati. Uh, they yeah. keep it's affordable for families. So, and now well, that they have a product, um, as you can see over the last month, the fan base has come back. Yep. Uh, we were down there shoulder to shoulder and, uh, the, the place was just alive. The city's alive. Um, and if the owners can understand, if you put a good product on there, people will show up. And uh, yeah. hopefully we're, we're in going in the right direction with that. Yeah. So tell me which ball we've talked about you being a Reds fan and we've talked about your favorite players, but tell me which ballparks have you been to? Which MLB ballparks have you been to? Uh, let's see. Of I've, I've the riverfront and great America here in Cincinnati and I've moved around. So uh, the diamonds, diamondback ballpark, San Francisco's ballpark, Comiskey's uh whatever after the White Sox stadium, when uh, Frank Thomas was there, I forget what they called that one. Uh, Camden, mm-hmm. uh, the Giants, uh, Oakland, um, Coors, Atlanta. Okay. So there's probably about 10 um, that we've been to and uh, love Fenway. I mean, you just walk into that building and, it is what you or what I thought of baseball when I was a kid and to be there and to see how that stadium is built. You know, we had tickets 
kind of past first base, but all our seats were pointing to the outfield. So when you were watching a game, you're, you're hurting your neck watching the batter, but you're, you know, we could see the outfield um, and then the post and things like that. It's just such a tradition. I haven't been to Wrigley, um, but Fenway was amazing. Camden Yards, probably one of my favorites as well. It has a neighborhood feel to it with the warehouse and the uh, outfield. That sister building is here in Cincinnati. It's the Baltimore, Ohio Railroad um, buildings. So I actually worked in the building that is the sister building to the one at Camden Yards. Uh, and then the stadium is incredible. The view that you see when you're sitting in that stadium. I know people talk about Pittsburgh, but there's a slight difference between Pittsburgh and San Francisco's views. I think that the the bay is is breathtaking. So, but yeah, those are probably the ones that stand out. Coors is beautiful too, but uh, yeah, they're all fun. Remember when you're talking about San Francisco Stadium, who you're talking to, right? Uh, yeah, I haven't been to Go your Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they had a run there for a while. I don't know where they're at now. Uh, yeah. you know, we're, yeah. we're okay with your, we, we're kind of um, both small market teams. So there is a kinship between Pittsburgh and us. Now, if you say yeah. Cubs, then I have a problem. I, I, <laughs> I'm i not a Cubs there you fan. Go. So, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, okay. So let's assume that you have the next month of August off. Okay. Yeah. Completely off. Money's not an issue. You're going to go to five ballparks that you've never been to before. Where are you okay. going to go? Um, LA is one. Yankee okay. Stadium. Okay. Um, I've heard there's a lot of really cool artwork and stuff in the Seattle's uh, stadium. Okay. That would be kind of interesting to see. Um, I guess I would have to go to Wrigley at some point. Um wouldn't be as excited, but uh, those ballparks um, in St. Louis, oddly enough, I, I, I have to respect their, their fan base and everything they've done in St. Louis. And I think it's, it's similar to Cincinnati where the, I think you'd have the same feel um, where people really appreciate the game in St. Louis. So that would be kind of fun. I agree. I agree. Um, I love the fact that you're doing kind of historical tour, right? Dodger Stadium. Yeah. You know, even though Yankee Stadium is newer, it's still got a historical feel to it. Wrigley, you got it. Those are yeah. ballparks that I think everybody needs to see. Fenway, yes. Dodger Stadium, Wrigley, even Anaheim. Anaheim's the fourth oldest. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I have never even seen that one. I've driven by some of the stadiums, but um, L.A. is one that you kind of forget that it's been, is it number three, the three. oldest stadiums? Yeah, behind Wrigley and Fenway, yeah. So that, you know, and all the history that went on there and the great players that played there, um, I've just never been in L.A. that long that um, you would take in a game. So, but yeah. yeah. You got to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. It's That's a beautiful cool. setting and, and uh, I'd love to make it happen. Now, if we can work on all that money being – paid for and i have a month off we'll do it <laughs> there you go kitty up we'll work on it <laughs> oh perfect all right my good friend i got a final question for you okay um 
as of this morning, we are officially baseball season is back on. The home run derby's done. The All Star game's done. Yep. Um, now, what's next? What are you looking forward to most about the second half of the season? Want to see if the Reds can continue to keep it rolling. You know, they're young, so a lot of these guys haven't played a full 162 game season, so they could get tired throughout. Um, there could be injuries, but right now it's much musty TV right now with uh, Ellie De La Cruz and McLean and, and Votto fitting back in. This team is fun to watch. And uh, when you're as thirsty for great baseball as Reds fans are to see this team, I think we're all waiting to see how they come out of the gates after the all-star break. I would agree with that assessment. And to be honest with you, you guys are a game up over Milwaukee. So it's going to, yeah. It's going to get exciting. It's yes. going to get very, very exciting here pretty Milwaukee's quick. Milwaukee's very good. So, and that's who you guys meet next. Yes. Yeah, we finish with three games before the break and then come back against uh, uh, the Brewers for three games. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, kind of funny scheduling there. <laughs> well, it's it, it, talk about funny scheduling. The Dodgers had Sunday off. So they really? had Sunday off, Monday off, Tuesday off, Wednesday off, Thursday off. They don't play till Friday it's like their sixth day where they don't like have a competitive game. It's okay. How, would, how did they have a three game series before the end? Two against Two Anaheim. Why would, why would they do that? You know, I have no idea. I have no idea. I, uh, Very odd. you know, uh, the schedulers called me, but I sent them a voicemail. I just didn't have time. <laughs> I told them I was going to be on with you and I didn't have time. to talk about Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just yeah. I, I have no idea why it worked out that way. Very odd. Trust me, at the beginning of the season, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, who in the right? Well, whatever. And now with all the injuries that a lot of these teams have had, right? Yeah. The Dodgers have had, the Yankees have had, um, some of these really really good teams that have had. Fine. You want to give me five days off in a row? Exactly. Thank you. I'll take exactly. it. Well, I know the Reds played in Baltimore, a series in Baltimore, came back, played the Padres, and then went back and played the Nationals. Yeah. For some, some form of that. And you think, like, who was setting this up? We could have just covered both teams last week. So, Well, when you and I were impressionable and growing up, if you can remember, Wednesdays were getaway days. Yeah. And so you'd have Wednesday day games. Yep. And it wasn't uncommon for the Angels, and and I live close enough to Anaheim Stadium that I could go over there after after school on okay. after high school. And it wasn't uncommon where you would have a one o'clock start time on the West Coast on a Wednesday, but play in New York the next night on Thursday. Right? Really? You didn't have a travel day there where you might get a four game set with the Yankees, but it it wasn't uncommon to see like the Dodgers go to play the Mets. And then, oddly enough, you know, play, uh, you know, go down and play someplace back then, like go to play the Cardinals and then come home to fly back to play the Cubs. And I'm thinking a flight from St. Louis to Chicago is not very far. Yeah, exactly. Why don't we just make it a little bit of a longer trip, but whatever. It's strange. They they do need to call you back and, and get your take and maybe you can yeah. fix things. Yeah, I keep sending a voicemail. I, I think it had to do with the fact that 
the MLB is now so much into DraftKings and Pete Rose is in the Hall of Fame. But hey, what do I know? <laughs> right. I mean, you know, this this is nothing uh, odd this, about any of this. This is yeah, about as honest game. as the U.S. Congress. Let me tell you. Yeah. You watch but, a game in every every couple commercial breaks you have a lot of gambling ads and you think what yeah. are we doing here so, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i particularly love the disclaimers at the bottom here's the 800 number if you're a gambling addict okay great thank you thank appreciate you. that that's that's good to know coach i i appreciate that and, and while you're doing that if you could still push this on me that would be fantastic yes yes um, they make it so easy you don't even have to stand up you can just make your make your bets from your couch yeah 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 but pete's bad pete is bad (laughs) yes well brent you've been a fantastic guest and i need to get you back on again i'm going to try to get you on with tony and with my friend kyle and we'll do a reds edition here soon Um, because that would be a lot of fun to hear you boys talk about the reds and and where the reds are at and and what the reds are looking at um tony's awesome yeah pretty excited (laughs) about that so Okay. So yeah, we'll we'll take it from there. But thank you so much for spending your Thursday morning with me. And stick around thank for you. a second. But uh, we'll be joining it soon. Thanks for the opportunity. You bet. We'll talk soon. <laughs>